In the past 17 years, Stephen Caps has made every mistake in business you could think of. He's learned the lessons the hard way. Get ready to learn from someone who's been there. Welcome to Pull Up and Thrive. From the brink of bankruptcy to debt-free and thriving, we'll talk about things like mistakes that business owners make that are guaranteed to give you heartburn, overcoming fear, who's running the business anyway. You'll learn, but we'll have some fun along the way. This is Pull Up and Thrive, and now, your host, Stephen Caps. Hello and welcome Can you believe that this is the end of 2020? I mean, it is unbelievable. What a crazy and unbelievable year. I mean, we have, what, uh, 13 days left in uh, 2020? And then it's uh, 2021. And I'm excited because there's lots of exciting things going on around here. My new website will be up shortly, stephencaps.com. That's Stephen with a PH. And also, I will be taking on a handful of coaching clients uh, this next year. Now, it'll be very selective and it's very, very limited availability. So, if you're interested in that, uh, reach out to me at uh, the website, stephencaps.com, or through the Pull Up and Thrive. Facebook page. Thank you so much for joining us on all of these different episodes during season one of Pull Up and Thrive. This will be the last episode of season one, and we're going to take a short break, and we're going to pick up again at the end of January or at the beginning of February. So season two will be coming out shortly, but I'm thankful for 2020. I'm Thankful for all of you who have been listening faithfully. Any new listeners out there, thank you so much for joining me because you are why I do this. I thought that the topic today would be a great follow-up to our last episode, which our last episode was don't set goals, do this instead. I will drop that in the show notes because we don't want to set goals, we want to set outcomes, and then pursue those outcomes like a detective because we don't always have all the answers. And sometimes it feels like that you're not going to crack the case. Sometimes when you're doing big things and you have big dreams and big hopes and big ambitions and you're striving and you're pushing and you're climbing, and sometimes you look back and it feels like that you haven't gone anywhere. Anyone who has ever followed a dream can relate to that. Anyone who has ever gone after something big that was something that felt impossible, there's no way that I could do this. You can do this. I am rooting for you. I am cheering for you. You can do this. If you were to ask me the question, What do I need to do to have a different life next year at that time? That is a super great question. But before I answer that question, let me ask you another question. What would having a different life next year at this time mean to you? 
What would that mean to your family? What would that mean to your future? Sometimes it may seem that the life and business that you want is only a pipe dream. And it may seem completely impossible. But let me assure you, all things are possible. And not only is it possible, but there's only one person holding you back. In fact, there's only one person holding me back from going after my dreams and the things that I'm striving for and reaching for. There's only one person. And a matter of fact, I saw the person earlier that can hold me back. It is the person in your mirror. It's that guy, it's that gal in your mirror that can hold you back from having the life and business that you want. So to answer the question, what do I need to do to have a different life next year at this time? It is simpler than you think. Are you ready for this? It is one word. Choose. You have to decide to decide. You have to make a decision with finality and live with the consequences. Whenever you say enough is enough, I'm not going to live this way anymore. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. However you say it, all those statements bring you to a crossroads. Where now all you have to do is choose. And it doesn't have to be hard to make a difference. Some time back, and it wasn't that long ago, really, I was sitting at my desk in my office. It was a beautiful summer day in East Texas. We had work going on. I had a few guys working in the shop, and all of a sudden, everything went black. And I look out of the door, and there's a utility provider truck driving away from my business. They had shut our power off. It is times like that where maybe you don't say it out loud, but it is in your gut. And you say, enough is enough. I am not going to live this way anymore. And from outward appearance, maybe you look great. Maybe your business looks great. Maybe your family looks great. But on the inside, you're falling apart. On the inside, you're under such great pressure Financially, relationally, emotionally, the business that you uh, created to set you free, now you're a slave to it. The very thing that was going to set you free, the very thing that was going to let you fly and do what you want to do when you want to do it, you are now a master to it. And I talked to so many business owners So many business owners, and it breaks my heart. It does not have to be that way anymore. But we want to overcomplicate it. All we have to do is choose. I have a friend by the name of Terry Pike. And he had one of those moments to where he said, enough is enough. I am done doing things how I've been doing them. And he got sick and tired, and he chose to lose weight. In fact, he lost 90 pounds, and he's kept it off for uh, five years. And now he's a wellness coach with Weight Watchers, helping others follow their dreams. Now, I'm on a similar journey, but I only need to lose 28 pounds. I'm currently down 14, so I'm halfway. 
people are already saying, what are you doing, man? You're looking great. Wow, that's awesome. How much weight have you lost? And I'm like, well, nothing special, really. I just get out of bed before the sun comes up, and I go to the gym, and I do my 30-minute workout, and no bread, no sugar, no soda, and that's basically it. But people don't want to hear that. People are looking for the magic key. They're, they're looking for the secret food developed by the Mayans or all these crazy things. The truth is there is no magic key and there are no secrets. But we all have the crossroads of choice. The position that we are in today is the culmination of the decisions that we've made in the past. Now, also, something that we have to be aware of is that if we're not careful, we will use the circumstances that we encounter in life as building materials for our future. Let me say those two things again. The position that we are in today is a culmination of the decisions that we've made in the past. And if we're not careful, we will take the circumstances, the a negativity, the hardship, the anger, and the bitterness. I was uh, done wrong, and I'm offended, and all these things. You will take that and use that as building materials for your life. Don't do that. But if we don't like the position that we are in, all we need to do is change it. Make a decision and change. It all starts with a simple choice. When Sarah and I got married in 2007, I was supernaturally in debt. And if you've been listening to the show, you know that I lost my first wife to cancer, married Sarah, and then we lost our largest customer in our business all within a 10-month period. To say that everything blew up in my face would have been an understatement. We were supernaturally in debt. I mean, we owed everybody. A friend of ours tells us about this financial class that a church was doing across town. And I was like, oh, we'll go check it out. I was so blind. I did not understand the power of new information and acting on that information. Because I still believed at that time that hard work fixed everything. Now, hard work and a good work ethic is super important, but it'll only get you so far. But whenever you get new information, whenever you listen to an audio book, listen to a a podcast, go to a financial class, you take that new information and you act on it, and that can change your life. Now, what that looked like for us was that class ended up being Dave Ramsey's financial piece a university. And if you're not familiar with that, I'll drop that in the show notes for you to check out. But he basically teaches what he calls the seven baby steps. Baby step one is $1,000 in the bank. I'm not going to go through all of them, but that is where you start. And then you list your debts, smallest to largest, making a minimum payments on all of them, except on the small ones, you tack those. And as you pay more debts off, you add the money that you were paying on the previous debt to the next debt. So it's the debt snowball. And what that looked like for us was in two and a half years, 
we paid off $270,000 in debt. I knew about 20 other people taking this class. And I see these people all the time, 13 years later. And they say, oh, hey, Steve, I'm on baby step one. You know, I'm really working this. Let's make sure that we're not fooling ourselves. We need to get the new information and we act on it. So I'm going to give you three things to do to change your life. Are you ready? Number one, write this down. Choose. And number two, fill your life with actions that no one sees. And number three, accountability. I'm going to dig into these three here here in a second, but the beautiful thing about this is that you can decide today. You don't need to wait until the beginning of the year. You don't have to wait until a new quarter. You don't have to wait until this happens or that happens or we get this paid off. Or You can start today. There is never a perfect time to start. What's a good time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. What is the second best time to plant a tree? Today. And the great thing, the wonderful thing, is all you have to do is choose. And Deuteronomy 30, 19, This day I call the heavens and the earth as a witness against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursings. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. So number one, choose. You have to decide to decide. And that's it. That's it. We make decisions every day. But whenever you choose a different course than the path that you're on, that is where it, it, that is where it gets so powerful. It is so powerful. And yet it, it is so simple. Now, whenever I was probably 19 years old, I was with a few buddies in uh, Dallas. And if you've ever driven in Dallas, so this would have been long before GPS, long before GPS. So if you've ever driven in Dallas, it's, it's a bear, okay? But like most cities or towns of any size, there is a loop that, that, that you can take to go around the city, okay? Well, we were trying to find our hotel that we'd already checked into, but we kept going around and around and around the loop. It was like we were seeing the same scenery. We were seeing the same restaurants. We were seeing the same old, same old. And that's what we do in our lives is that we keep doing the same thing over and over and over again when the whole, the whole time, all we have to do is choose to exit. I know choosing and exiting are scary because it's new and it's different. But that is where the change comes in and the potential and the power to change your life. Now, there are decisions that we make that they overflow into other areas and parts of our lives. Because if you're uh, misbehaving with money or your health or relationships, making bad decisions in those areas can totally destroy your life. So if you don't like something about your life, change it. If you're overweight, if you're out of shape, change it. If you hate your job, change it. 
I had a friend that every time we would get together, he would complain about his job over and over and blah, blah, blah. I mean, every time for like 10 years. And I would tell him, change it. But he would say, well, I believe I'm supposed to be there. Well, then shut up. Shut up. If you're in a job or, or if you're in a position that you believe that you are supposed to be there, then just endure it. Endure it. Because what happens is that you complain about your life to everybody else and you don't do anything about it, and then people don't want to be around you. So let's just, if we believe that we're in, in a job or a situation that we're supposed to be in, with wise counsel, endure. And number two, fill your life with actions that no one sees. What does that mean? In 2009, Sarah and I did our first half marathon, 13.1 miles. Yes, that is a long ways for those who don't run, and I haven't ran that far in a very long time. Train and you prepare and you're nervous and are we going to be ready? Race day comes and it's totally different. We did our first race in the Dallas. I'm in the Dallas again. And there was like 30,000 runners. And on the run route, there are people lining the sides of the road and bands and tons and tons of people watching the race because lots of the um, the route of the race would go through uh, neighborhoods and people are out, out on the lawn in their uh, bathrobes cheering on the runners. Whenever you first check in to the race, they uh, gave us a, a bib that has a, a number on it and it had our name on it too. So that was uh, sort of cool. So whenever the race starts, I mean, it is such a rush and running is so crazy, emotional, mental experience. It is more than just a physical because mile five, you're like, oh, this is awesome. And a mile six, you're dying. You know, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to die. But it's like my back hurts. My knee hurts. I'm hot. I'm cold. And your mind is telling you to stop quit and give up. You have nothing to prove. But something amazing happens. Remember that bib with your a name on it? People on the side of the road are cheering you on. Way to go, John. You can do it. Don't quit, Jim. Way to go, Stephen. You're awesome. And when you cross the finish line, finally, everything that you worked for, all the efforts, all the training, all the dieting that you put in is all culminated in that one moment. And there's a huge a celebration and high fives, and that was awesome. We had a bunch of friends come out to the race, and they were all there at the finish line, and they're like, that was awesome. How did you do that? Man, you were great. And I paused, and I thought, how did I do that? I got up, and I ran down the road when nobody cared. I ran down the road, and angry motorists are honking to get out of the way. These are the actions that we need to fill our lives with. Things that nobody sees. These days, my alarm clock goes off at 6 and I take my uh, pre-workout drink and I head to the gym. And it's cold and it's uncomfortable and nobody cares. 
These are the building blocks for changing your life. I write these podcasts. I stay late at the office two or three nights a week. I write and I rewrite and I record and re-record and mix and remix and I do the show notes and I schedule the show and I upload it so you can learn and grow and take action to change your life. So you are the beneficiary of me doing things that nobody sees. Number three, accountability. Tell someone. Think, who can I tell that will hold my feet to the fire on this one? Tell someone who will support you, encourage you, cheer you on. Now, I need to warn you that as soon as you decide to do something great, as soon as you decide to change your life, there's always naysayers. Always. So be aware. Not everyone is going to be as excited as you. Not everyone is going to think that you can do it like you do. Uh, get some friends in your life, get some uh, friends from work or from church, people that will cheer you on, people that w- who will encourage you and hold you accountable. Because I'm a passionate guy, and if I'm doing something new, I tell everybody, and I expect them to be excited too, <laughs> but other uh, not. Then we have to realize, and, and we have to say this to ourselves, I'm not doing it for them. When you first start running or you first start going to the gym or you're doing a podcast or a new business, it doesn't look pretty. But you know what? I'm just trying to figure this out. Every time you run, you get better. Every time you go to the gym, you get stronger. Every time you speak, you get more confident. And remember... You're not doing it for them. You're doing it for you. You're doing it for your family, and you're doing it for your future. Let's put a bow on this. One, choose. Number two, fill your life with actions that no one sees. Three, get friends around you to hold you accountable and to cheer you on. If you can do this, you can overcome adversity, avoid the crash and burn, and have the life and business that you want. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot. It also helps us if you would take two minutes and write a review or share this with someone that really needs it. So remember to rate, review, share, and subscribe. I'm Stephen Caps. Till next time, you're the best. You've been listening to Pull Up and Thrive. We'll be back soon, but in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook and other platforms at Pull Up and Thrive. Eleanor Roosevelt once said, learn from the mistakes of others. You can't live long enough to make them all yourself. Ain't that the truth? Till next time.